for all the ladies who aren't afraid to dream, have big ideas, and support other women. You have found the right place. We will learn together, grow together, and succeed together. This is the Dream League. Welcome, everyone, to the Dream League, the podcast for women entrepreneurs by women entrepreneurs. I'm Alex, your hostess, and I'd like to thank you all so much for joining us today as we will be discussing basically why you're here, why I decided to do this podcast, and what you can expect from it. Um, I'm going to tell you a little bit about myself, uh, my background, uh, my life story, and some of the things that I'm currently working through. Um, So let's get started. As I mentioned, my name is Alex. I am from Northwestern Pennsylvania. I have seven years of marketing experience and event planning experience. I specialize in marketing and branding strategy, content marketing, copywriting, social media marketing, and of course, event planning. I am the owner of Type Alex Events, an event planning company that focuses on wedding planning, and entertaining parties uh, for kids and holidays, as well as day of coordination for weddings, bridal showers, um, basically any celebration you want to have. I have had to pivot due to COVID-19, as many in the event planning industry have had to do, as well as people in hospitality and so many industries across the globe. Um, And as I started originally to think about this podcast, the idea was to showcase my journey of starting my event planning business as I was going to walk you through what I was going through and bring on some guest speakers to talk about some things that could help me answer questions that I had that I thought that people would be, would be able to relate to. And as I began to realized that I wasn't going to be able to book weddings anymore. I wasn't going to be able to have events anymore and was unsure of what was going to happen in the future. I began to panic. I basically sat a few months in complete fear-driven paralysis. I just basically did what I had to do as a mom and a wife and lived in the moment. I was relaxing. I was enjoying life and just being present, which was definitely needed at the time. But as somebody who is an achiever and needs to strive to reach goals and needs something to be working on at all times and is basically a busybody, um, somebody that has to keep moving at all times, I was doing absolutely nothing and it was very difficult for me. I didn't know where I was going to go. I didn't know what I was going to do, but I knew I had to do something. I knew I had to be able to generate income. Um, I knew I had to be able to support my family, and I knew I had to, for my own sanity, begin to get back to striving to reach goals and back to back to work, get back to work, basically. Um, and when I wanted to get back to work, I didn't know what I was going to do because I couldn't, I couldn't host events. I couldn't do things that I normally did. And I decided to look at my 
other set of skills and focus it on marketing and branding. So I decided to open up my expertise and start promoting my services as a marketing and branding strategist. Uh, I launched a new website, a new Facebook account, a new Instagram account, and I just spent months, the past few months, just building content for that and trying to get that off the ground. Um, But I continue to struggle with certain things, and I think any entrepreneur struggles with things pretty much all the time because we're always learning and we're always growing. But the idea of this podcast just kept whispering in the back of my mind, like, what are we going to do? You want to do this podcast. It's something you feel very strongly about, but I think there's something more to it. And as I began to pivot and realize that my original plan wasn't going to work, I thought, well, hey, that's a different idea. What if we take the podcast of trying to share your story as a new entrepreneur and talk about being an entrepreneur in general and what it's like for women to be an entrepreneur at any point along the way. So I decided I was going to think a little bit differently about this and it just it, it got me excited. It kind of built up the excitement again to get back going with things. I was trying to figure out what I was going to do uh, with the podcast and I decided that the best way to do it is to talk to women entrepreneurs across the spectrum of industry, um, expertise, experience, how long, where they are in their entrepreneurial journey and just talk about things that everyone is, everyone is challenged with and offer advice to them from their, from their own experiences. I thought about it and I was like, what good does it do to help somebody who is brand new, but not help somebody that might be struggling with the same thing who has been in business for five, 10 years. So I decided to take a different approach. And while yes, I will definitely be talking about my start to finish, um, of launching my new business, the idea of pivoting and having to be flexible and having to think on my feet, I think is something that every entrepreneur, every entrepreneur deals with. I think it's so important as an entrepreneur to be able to do that, to be able to take things as they come and make changes as you grow and as you need to. Creating a podcast that could help women support each other while providing advice and while talking about the challenges they are going through just became something that just lit me up. It was something that I was so passionate about, so excited about. And I just started reaching out to anybody that I knew that might want to talk on the podcast. Um, I didn't think about who thought, who was going to think that I was crazy. I didn't think about what I knew about podcasting. I didn't think about what equipment I needed. I didn't think about anything. I was just going to do it. And (laughs) eventually I had to step back and be like, okay, let's realistically think about this and what we need to do and take action. So, and I think that's 
where the challenges that I started to, I think that's where the challenges started to come into play. I began dealing with imposter syndrome, mommy guilt, not knowing where to go, just feeling completely overwhelmed and just being overwhelmed with fear, fear of failure, fear of looking stupid, fear of, you know, criticism, fear of so many different things. And it was, it was something that then put me back in that place of paralysis of not doing anything. And it has taken me a while to realize that it is my own comfort zone that is trying to protect me from getting hurt. It's trying to protect me from being vulnerable. It's trying to protect me from failure. But the problem with that is if I don't do anything, I'm not going to get anywhere anyway. I'm not going to grow. I'm going to end up failing either way because then I failed because I didn't even try. And that hurt me more than if I would put out content and all these people told me I was dumb and didn't know what I was talking about. I started facing imposter syndrome. That is the one thing that is hitting me really hard, especially this week, as I am putting out content, promoting my marketing services and promoting my knowledge about branding and marketing and social media and content creation and copywriting. As I'm putting out this content and I'm building content for it, talking to clients, potential clients, trying to get people to decide to work with me. I am feeling like a complete fraud. I feel like I have no idea what I'm doing. I'm offering them absolutely nothing and they're not going to get any results. And it's something that I just have been in my own head about just thinking about and letting my, letting my thoughts get the best of me. And I have absolutely no reason to think that way. I have seven years of marketing experience where I have successfully promoted companies in hospitality, in nonprofit and small business, um, my own event planning business. I have absolutely no reason to think that I won't be successful or to think that I don't know what I'm doing. I continually learn about what's new in the industry. I continually brush up on, you know, industry news. I am somebody that I have a degree in advertising communications. I spent four years of my life going to college for it. I know what I'm talking about, at least a little bit, at least that people would, people who don't know marketing don't know that those things. And I didn't know how to get out of my head to do that. And it's something that I'm still struggling with. I still don't know how to get out of my head when it comes to this. But I was talking to my therapist last week and she had told me that this little analogy about a lobster and that lobsters grow by feeling pressure within their shell because they're outgrowing their shell and that the, the lobster can't grow unless they're feeling that pressure And they won't be able to move on to the new shell until they deal with that pressure. Um, So I'm, I'm trying to relate to that and thinking, okay, I totally get that. I can't grow without putting myself out there and feeling a little bit uncomfortable. I 
have heard that plenty of times and it's nothing new. It's not like it's something I haven't heard before, but it has inspired me to kind of create a challenge for myself to live like a lobster, which sounds really silly when I say it out loud. But the idea is to challenge myself every day to do something that makes me uncomfortable, something that makes me get outside my comfort zone and grow because nothing new happens unless you change. You cannot make changes in your life without first changing yourself. And I have spent years reading self-help books. My personal favorites are How to Be a Bad or You're a Badass by Jen Sincero and pretty much anything written by Rachel Hollis. Um, if you don't know those two, you definitely should check them out. And I will be talking about them later at some point in the podcast. Um, because they each deserve their own, um, their own episode, but that's beside the point. Um, another thing that I've been working, I've been working through is the overwhelm of getting started. There's so much, there's so much that you need to do all the shoulds, you know, um, I should have a funnel. I should have clients. I should be talking to this many people a day. I should be posting this many times on Facebook. I should have an accountant, you know, all the things that you have on your to-do list just to get your business off the ground that it becomes extremely overwhelming. Um, I am totally struggling with this because I have a lot of ideas in my head and for once in my life, I've decided not to make a list, which is beyond stupid when it comes to, if you know me at all, um, I live making on lists. I make lists about making lists. Um, I live for school supply season. Um, which is right now, and I'm so excited about it. Um, and yet, when it comes to starting my own business, I didn't even think to create a plan on how I was going to do it. I was just going to decide to do everything that I do just because I feel like it at that moment. Nothing strategic about it. And that goes against everything that I've ever stood for. And I could not figure out why. Why am I doing this to myself? Because I am scared. And that leads into the other thing that I was going, that I'm, I'm struggling with right now is just fear. I'm afraid that if I don't do well, my family will suffer. I'm afraid that I will look like an imposter. Again, imposter syndrome. I'm afraid that I am going to get a lot of people that are going to tell me that I don't know what I'm talking about and that I look dumb. Um, I'm afraid of just failing in general, because if you are a high, if you're somebody that believes in achieving, and if you are somebody that loves to reach goals, um, failing is something that has become painful and it's something you don't want to do ever. And you will do anything you possibly can to avoid failing. And sometimes fear prevents you from failing because if you don't do anything, you can't fail. And that's where I'm at right now. It's something that I've been struggling with and I don't know how I'm going to get out of it. Um, other than living like a lobster. Um, so all of these things that I'm dealing with right now are kind of intertwined. They're all related to the, the fact that I don't want to fail and I don't want to let my family down and I don't want to let anyone down. But I, I don't want to let potential clients down. I don't want to let myself down. I don't want to let my husband down. I don't want to let my friends down. I don't want to let my colleagues down. I don't want to let my 
sundown. But in some way, by not doing anything, I'm also letting them all down. Because I'm selling myself short and not accepting the fact that I can do this. And I think that there are a lot of people that are in the same boat as me and that feel the same way that I do. And that is one of the reasons why I wanted to talk about it. And why when I go forward talking to other entrepreneurs, you'll hear me ask them certain things that relate back to fear and relate back to how they are dealing with their own mindset and their own thought process. I am somebody that lives with generalized anxiety disorder and major depression. So anything that has to do with mental health and mindset is something very passionate to me. So you'll probably hear a lot about that when it comes to this podcast, just because it's something very close to my heart. Um, And then for any of the moms out there, I'm going to also talk about mommy guilt because mommy guilt is such a, (laughs) it is such a hard thing, but it's also so unfair I don't know of any dad that feels guilty about going to work because they know it's what they have to do. And they've been ingrained, it's been ingrained into their mind that men are the support system, they are the breadwinners. But when it comes to women that go to work, have a job, or are running their own business, it's like, oh, well, I'm leaving my baby at home, and you feel bad about it. I have struggled with it for the three years that my son's that I've had since I've had my son and it is sad and it is hurtful and it's something that I definitely want to spend at least an episode or two talking about. Um, but as I've been growing my business and spending more time on my computer, on my phone, learning and like talking to clients and posting on Instagram and posting on Facebook, I find myself feeling like I am not doing my job as a mom by not being present enough. And I've been trying to move my schedule around so that I can not, so it cannot affect my son. But at the same time, there's only so much you can do when a client texts you or calls you or you, you know, get that inspiration to think about something and you have to write it down. Or just finding time to work, especially if your child doesn't go to daycare. I mean, when do you find time to work? I get about an hour when he naps, if he naps. And then after bedtime. Well, nobody's online at 10 o'clock at night or 1 o'clock in the morning when I am able to actually work. So it, it becomes a constant struggle and a battle between how do you find that balance and how do you be, be the mom you want to be, but how do you run the business you want to have? And it's it's something that I'm struggling with. And if anybody else is struggling with it, please, um, I'd love to talk to you about it. Um, so those are just some of the challenges that I've, I've worked, I'm working through. Um, now why the dream league? This is something that I have been, like I mentioned, I've been working on thinking about for at least a year now, but the idea basically is as a new entrepreneur, I wanted to be able to document and share my experiences so people can learn from it. And it involved into an idea to bring together women from different industries, different backgrounds, and points on their entrepreneurial journey to share their experiences, what they've learned, how they've grown, what they're struggling with, what resources have helped them, and how they are, how how they're living their daily life. And how we can learn from them and support one another. That is the basic idea of the Dream League. And it's something that 
has grown from a tiny little idea into something that I think can be so much more. And I would love to talk to anybody that has a story to tell or that, you know, you think somebody might be a good guest. So please reach out to me. Um, you can, uh, you can always find me on Instagram at, uh, my handles at Ms. Alex Lockwood, or you can find me on Facebook. Uh, you can also message me. I mean, reach out to me in any way that you possibly can. Um, because I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to hear your story and I'd love to find people that you think would be a good fit for the podcast. If there's a topic you want to hear, if there is, um, you know, something that you're struggling with that you want addressed and you want to talk about, please just, you know, comment or reach out to me. I will definitely take a look. Um, but I just basically want to say thank you. Thank you for giving me a chance. I am new at this and I feel like sometimes I'm rambling and I appreciate you dealing with that and just allowing me to share my story and to have allow me to having guests that are able to share their stories and get their messages out there so you can learn from them too. I it is just as much about me telling my story as it is about me wanting to help you and help other women learn from what I'm going through and what other women entrepreneurs are going through. Um, so thank you again for listening and make sure to subscribe for the next episodes as we start dealing delving into different um, women from across different industries and what their tips and tricks are. So I will definitely see you next time and have a great week.